Hey guys, this is your host, Mel Wallace, and I want to thank you again for joining us for another episode of Start, Run, Grow. We're continuing our conversation today about choosing the right business. And in our last episode, we shared with you when it comes to choosing a, a small business, there are two types of entrepreneurs. We talked about the first one, right? The first person is one who is in love with the idea of starting a very specific business. And of course, this person may be a gardener. And I think we gave you some examples in our last episode about gardeners and the different options that they may have in that space, right? Of course, you know, a gardener is someone that may, uh, for example, you know, envision opening a nursery. Or we even talked about a, a chef, someone who has dreamed long and hard of owning his or her own restaurant, okay? But today, we want to talk about the other potential small business professional, the small business person, is, is, is someone who is also in love, but not with a specific business, but they're actually in love with the idea of being his or her own boss. Now... Today, we, we've come kind of to the second sort of entrepreneur that we, we talked about, or at least introduced you to in our last episode. Now, this individual, right, is more concerned about being their own boss than with starting a particular business, okay? Think about it. I don't know if you've read the story about Jeff Bezos, but he did not start Amazon.com because he was in love with books, right? Uh, he started because he discovered that the internet use in, in the early 90s was growing at a whopping 2,300% per year, right? And of course, armed with this valuable insight, he, he analyzed the market and he saw the opportunity. And he actually concluded that the best way to tap into the commercial power of the internet was through book sales, okay? Because it wasn't about the books, but it was rather about the opportunity, okay? So Bezos is a typical or prototypical second category of entrepreneur that we want to talk about today. So I have to be honest here, right? There is no shortage of people who start their own business because they simply want to be their own boss, right? That's not a bad thing. Okay, that that's 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 a great um, idea. That's a great reason, you know, if, as any idea, right? On when or why you started your own business. So, you know, this gives you the ability to make your own decisions. This gives you the ability to be kind of where the buck stops, right? You know, the the, the chance to rise and fall is based upon your own ingenuity and your hard work. Okay, the opportunity to make more money and the freedom that comes with being your own small business person really can create some great joys in life. And it really is no wonder that many people, particularly here in the great uh, resignation that has occurred because of COVID and all this craziness we've experienced over the last couple of years, people by the thousands, hundreds of thousands have left their daytime jobs to start their own business, right? And when it's done right, it is very special. Now, if you ever watch TV, and, and, and most of us have watched television, right? That you've probably seen this infomercial starring this ponytailed guy 
that bounce around and he's talking real fast. His name is Tony Little. Okay. And, and you know, the ones that uh, of course sell uh, like fitness equipment. All right. Now, what you don't know about uh, Tony is, is how he became the most unlikely of entrepreneurs. So let me give you a little bit of a story. In 1983, he was a junior national bodybuilder champion uh, for Mr. America competition. You know, Tony, of course, was blindsided by a bus that basically ran over him. Okay. He was, I mean, the guy almost died. And of course, you know, he suffered, you know, lacerations. He had a uh, two herniated disc. He had a cracked vertebrae, dislocated knee. You know, so needless to say, his bodybuilding dreams were completely over, right? And, and, and it, Tony's story kind of goes like this is that, you know, he went into this depression for about three years, you know, and, and then this, uh, and again, for all you young folk that don't who, know who I'm talking about, you got to Google this stuff, right? Uh, but after seeing this Jane Fonda exercise video, Tony actually decided that he could do that too, right? He, he went to a local television station and he pitched, you know, this personal training television show, okay? And even though he'd never done anything like this before, the show was actually a hit. And a few years later, Tony met the president and founder of the Home Shopping Network, right? Guess what happens, right? He strikes a deal, you know, and if Tony could sell 400 videos within four shows, they would work together on more projects. So, of course, Tony sold all 400 videos in like four minutes, right? As the story goes, he went on to sell millions of products and make millions of dollars through his network appearances and doing infomercials. So, as kind of the, the story goes that when you ask Tony, when you ask Tony, what are the keys to your business success? He mentions two things. And I want you guys to write this down, right? Number one, Tony says enthusiasm sells. Enthusiasm sells. So if you've ever watched one of his shows, if you've ever seen one of his infomercials, you know this is true. The guy is the most enthusiastic person on earth. Okay? Point two, there's always a way to the next level. This is a big one. There's always a way to the next level. So Tony's life and career are a testament to that. This guy got ran over by a bus, but he did not allow that circumstance, the, the change of his life and even his thing that he loved, which was bodybuilding, that was taken away from him. He did not allow that situation to stop him from achieving his dreams. So here's a million-dollar question. What is the best sort of business for you to start? No, I mean you, the person, the man, the woman, the young person, the young professional that's listening to this podcast. What's the best business for you to start, right? I, I, I mean, think about it. You know, if you want to create a great business, a successful business, I, I want to give you some tips, okay? You want to be able to find a business that fulfills a market need, right? Get in your car this afternoon and drive around your local community and find or think about the businesses or the types of businesses that are not in your local community. So maybe that's your idea, right? Actually, this sentence, find a business that fulfills a market need, should really become your mantra, Okay. The best businesses find a need, or in other terms, it finds a niche, okay, and people fill it, right? So if you do that, 
if you find a business that fulfills a need in your market, and, and if you really kind of do your research and, and anything else, right, or everything else, rather, will fall into place, okay? You know, if you're looking to start a business, you know, the number one thing that you, that you have to discover, whether or not the business can sell something that people actually need, right? And, and you know, from a, I guess, from a philosophical standpoint, all businesses are created uh, to... Um, meet a need of the customer, or to solve a problem for the customer. So to this point, I want to give you six steps, right? I want you to write these down. I want to give you six steps to make the correct decision on how to find the greatest business idea for you. One. All right? Number one, research, 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 and then do some more research. So your first step is to analyze both the marketplace and the opportunities that are available in your community, right? As I've already said, get in your car, get on your bike, get on your skateboard, get on your moped, look around, okay? Find some businesses uh, in your community that are doing something that looks good to you, right? Learn about those businesses. And, and, And even maybe go have a conversation with the business owner. Find out how hard... Um, these businesses were to get started or, or how hard it is to create these businesses. How much money did it, do they make? Okay. And, and how much money would it take, um, or would you need to start the business? Right. And these are things that you should be thinking about. Okay. Cause these options are, are many and there's no shortage of associations and no shortage of websites. You have the internet that you can Google this information that gives you a constant stream of assistance to help you find the right business to start in your community, or if you're going nationwide or even in a virtual sense. Maybe you're going online, right? But again, among these places, uh, these are where you should look. So I'm going to give you some sites where you should look for additional information on how or what you should consider in starting a business. Number one is my favorite, of course, SBA.gov. Now, under the SBA site, there's an sba.gov backslash starting underscore business backslash, right? That's a lot to remember. But go to the sba.gov site, and there's a there's a, a link there that has uh, information about starting a business. Um, there's another site to go to, and of course, it's www.startupjournal.com. Dot com. Great resource on giving you ideas and, and information and backup. And my last one is the uschamber.com. Um, that's the uschamberofcommerce.com black, backslash um, SB, business startup backslash startup dot ASP. I might ask you to remember all that, okay? But go to the uschamber.com uh, website. There's also a tab there that helps provide you information about starting a business, right? So the thing that you want to do when you look for a business to start, you know, you want to be able to find something that does catch your eye, okay? It, you, you do need to have a feeling about it, right? Particularly something that that seems to have great potential for growth, you know, and, and make sure that it is interesting to you. I'm not telling you to go into some type of business or even suggesting that you go into a business that you absolutely hate or that you have no interest in. That's not what we're saying here. Okay. So you want to find something that does have potential for growth and that's interesting to you. Two. All right. Point number two, you have to determine, is your business going to be a product or a service? 
product or service. So when it comes down to it, your business will have to provide people with a product or a service. Now, service businesses tend to be less expensive to start, right? Typically, because there's no inventory, usually, right, to buy. There's, there's, there's no products to stock, okay? Conversely, or, or, or whereas, you know, product businesses, um, they mark up prices on, on scores of product, and they profit from the difference. In other words, they buy wholesale and they sell retail, okay? And, and the markup is their profit, Right, whether it's clothes or donuts or coffee or whatever the ca- even gasoline is a retail wholesale retail markup, okay. But again, um, when you are considering the difference between a service business, such as, for example, being a lawyer, being a doctor, being some type of consultant, um, you know, all of these businesses they sell time and their expertise. That's really what a service-based business does, right? And, of course, in the initial decision or your kind of your research that you're going through, you want to be able to understand which of these businesses suit your temperament, suit your skills, and even the goals that you have uh, in starting a business. So let me give you a couple of do's and don'ts on your business selection process, right? It's just a short list. It's just four. Number one, you got to be patient, Okay. Uh, a good selection process takes time, and it requires knowledge about the industry, marketplace, and competition. Look, you're going to do your research. You're going to read as much as you can. You should, right, before you start spending money on starting a business. I mean, think about it. You want to be able to look for the opportunity, point number two, right? Um, there's a great hockey player. Uh, he's actually in the Hall of Fame, one of the greatest has ever lived. Um, and I actually uh, had a chance to visit Toronto, and there was a uh, community development center that he started, and his name was Wayne Gretzky, right? So Wayne Gretzky said, go to where the puck is going, not where it is. Okay, (laughs) right? Go to where the puck is going, not where it is. Listen, there's a lot of wisdom in that. You want to be in front of the market, where the market is going, not where the market is today. Okay, so these are some of the things that you want to do in small business and picking your business. Now, point number three, don't pick a business that's too challenging, right? Folks, the reality is you'll have enough challenges just running the business on a day-to-day basis. So don't pick something that's too challenging, okay? Point number four, don't pick a business that cannot compete. Okay, you find a business, a niche in which you have some advantages over the competition. So we're still talking about choosing the right business for you. I want to give you another point here. Four. Analyze your skills and experience. So think about this, right? Suppose you spent your entire career doing marketing for major corporations, right? Now, this this skill set, this is an invaluable skill set, right? And should be tapped into when deciding what business is right for you. Even if it's not in the marketing business, right? You would be crazy (laughs) not to choose a business that does not somehow tap into your knowledge, you know, and, and your skills. I mean, think about it, right? Now, you know, it may be that you're tired, you know, of, of doing whatever it is that you've been doing. And in fact, this is why you want to start your own business. I get it, right? And that totally makes sense. But but just 
consider the option. Consider the option of finding a business that gives you a leg up on your competition simply because of your background. All right. Point number four, consider your options. Consider your options. You should create a business from scratch, right? Uh, or, or maybe I should say it a different way. You could create a business from scratch. Uh, you could buy an existing business. And we're going to talk about that in, in our upcoming episode. Um, you could even start a franchise. All right. This is something that I've actually experienced myself. I've actually reached out to different franchise uh, programs. Uh, I've actually contacted and, and contracted with a uh, franchise broker. And again, we'll talk about that in the upcoming episode on some of the do's and don'ts in that space. But you can create a, a for example, a home-based business, right? So the possibilities here, right, are, are, are really limitless, okay? But it is important to realize that um, there are options, and there are many options. So, you know, it, it's kind of like what they say here in the South. You know, you don't have to get on the first train smoking just because it's a train going down the track, right? So choosing a business and learning, you know, about the pros and the cons of each business type, industry, uh, startup costs, you know, you want to be able to talk to people that are in this business or that have started these types of business. So you get a well-rounded perspective on what you can expect, both pro and con. Point number five, narrow your choices, right? Once you've analyzed the market, once you've looked at all the opportunities available in your community, once you've taken an assessment of your skills and your experience and even talked about or thought about your personal goals, you should be able to narrow down your choice to a few types of businesses that you'd like to start. All right. Now, the next step may be really, I would say, the most important one. You must, and, and I repeat, must go out and find people who own and run these sorts of businesses, right? Google is great. Reading a book is great. Hey, listening to this podcast is absolutely great. But nothing beats speaking to someone who lives in that business every single flipping day. Point number six, start your engines, right? So whether you want to start a business because you want to start a business or because you want to spend time pursuing your passion, it's important to do your homework, to do your due diligence, find a niche that fills a market need. And if you do that, folks, you are well on your way. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Exilium Community Development Corporation. But more importantly, we want to thank you, the listener. Check us out on our website at startrungrowpodcast.com or drop us a line at info at startrungrowpodcast.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on the platform of your choice. And until next time, always keep moving forward.